This week on The Square Wolves, we are discussing two similarly titled Halloween-themed movies from the 1980s, 1982's Trick or Treats and 1986's Trick or Treat. Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. We're back again. Yes, we are. Another adventure down a rabbit hole of, of horror, horror movies. Of horror. Of horror. <laughs> horror, horror. Uh, Halloween is upon us. Yay. It's it's a couple weeks, a week and a half away. I'm excited. Yeah. Are you handing out candy this year? I don't know. Probably. I just haven't quite worked out the logistics yet. Yeah, I'm. But probably for anyone that knocks, I will probably have something for them. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have candy. I, I I've been debating whether or not I'm gonna just have candy and put them in like individual Ziploc bags. Oh, and like wear gloves. Yeah, and that way it can like I don't know. I don't yeah. know. What do you think? I mean, does that help? I don't. I, I don't fucking. <laughs> yeah, know. I don't know either. It's like I just want people get, to feel get Fauci safe. on the phone real quick. <laughs> get them on the horn immediately. <laughs> Um, Tony, I, <laughs> got some questions about candy. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I, I don't think, I don't think I'm gonna have my my daughter go trick or treating though. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna buy candy for her and just kind of give her. Yeah, candy. I, I think I'll have candy ready, but I'm not anticipating a whole lot of traffic this year, which is a bummer because I usually get quite a bit of trick or treaters. Yeah, uh, I did decorate my house obviously, um, and I like having that all set up. So. Yeah, same. I got the outside all decked out. Yeah like you usually do so it's just a weird year yeah fuck this year it's 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 a and it's a holiday that requires a lot of interaction mm-hmm. and it's on a saturday and a I full know. moon fuck it's like the, it's, it's perfect the, end of the fucking world it is Ugh. it's fucking two days before or three days before the election <laughs> the other end of the world may as well just summon a dead rock star right now and <laughs> hey good good uh hey, good you. <laughs> so keeping with the mood of uh halloween i picked these two movies this week unbeknownst to me like of anything that they were really about but they both have to do with halloween and they both have similar titles <laughs> yeah <laughs> almost exact same titles so um the first movie is from 1982 i had never heard of this movie yeah me neither i had never it had never although the the, the cover art looks, looks familiar. familiar the bag yeah. yeah it's called trick or treats from 1982 uh the second movie that we're going to review is uh, trick or treat from 1986 now trick or treat i had heard of 
Yeah, same. I remember seeing the DVD like at Walgreens a lot, like with like the cheapy movies, yeah. and it had Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne on the cover, which yeah. is a lot of bullshit. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to yeah, that. we'll get to that. So let's go chronologically. We'll start with 1982's Trick or Treats. This movie was directed by Gary Graver, screenplay by Gary Graver, <laughs> and uh, man of many talents. And it's and, and the kid in the movie is it's Chris Graver. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, keep it. Dad, write me a movie. Mm-hmm. All right, son. <laughs> this guy had and, had done other things. And the so. lead actress is his wife. Is or I don't know if she was at the time. Linda. Yeah. The the the. Oh, no no no! I'm sorry. One of the other characters, I think. Oh okay. Was his wife? Yeah. The other uh, the one that plays her friend. Oh okay. And both they've both passed away. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. But Gary Graver, he um he did other things. I don't know what, but <laughs> he's not really like a big name, but he had done other things, but he made this movie for $55,000 back in 1982. Small budget. Yeah. Did it make any money? Uh, I don't have any box. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and yeah. say this was a, this a was failure. A big bust. But the movie has David Carradine in it. Like a really small role, right? Now this is post Kung Fu, Kung Fu pre Kill Bill, <laughs> very, very pre Kill Bill, and David Carradine. I mean, he comes from a long line of yeah, of actors, actors. I believe a Barrymore is in this movie too. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So we got the Carradines represented. We got the Barrymores represented. Uh, represented. Hmm. I think a Barrymore is in this. I don't know. I didn't print out everybody. Uh, Steve Railsback is in this movie. Yeah, he's young. Do you know what he was most famous for? I know him from uh, Life Force. Okay. Well, he was most famous for playing Charles Manson in the TV miniseries Helter Skelter. Ah. And for a long time, he was like really... Like, people would look at him and they'd be like, he's yeah, Charles I could, Manson. Yeah, I could definitely see him as Manson. Dude, I mean, in that... Have you ever seen Helter Skelter, the, the TV movie that came out in the 70s? Mm-mm. Dude looks just like fucking Charles Manson. It's creepy. Yeah. So, but he has a real small part in there. His yeah, character's yeah. name is Brett, by the way. I saw that. And I think uh, even spelled the same way, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, he spells it with two oh, it's T's. Got two T's. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there's uh, another. <laughs> the other person, the main girl, her name is Linda. That's my mom's name. So there's Brett and Linda, and, Linda, and Brett is dating Linda. Gross. That is very gross. That's gross man. And I hate my fucking name. <laughs> I'm changing it. I don't know what to though. I haven't found name good enough yet. <laughs> I gotta try to think of that. You gotta be uh, a Sammy Kerr. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be like. Uh, maybe I'll be. What if I was just like Andy Bretson? <laughs> Bretson. <laughs> Remember when Homer changed his name to Max Powers? Oh, that's a good name. That sounds like a porn star though. It does. Maybe we'd be like. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Anderson. Jason V. Anderson. There you go. Yeah. Do it. No, because then people call me Jason. I, don't, I mean, that's don't. a fine name, but it's pretty plain. I just hate Brett. Brett sounds like some fucking dipshit on a fucking yacht. <laughs> oh, Brett. <laughs> Brett, come here. I'll taste this. Delicious caviar. <laughs> Fuck you, Brett. 
<laughs> listening to like Steve Winwood. Yeah, or like fucking yeah, Steve Winwood. <laughs> like that's just the way it is. That's <laughs> Steve Winwood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that Bruce Hornsby? <laughs> that's Bruce Hornsby. Oh, that's Bruce Hornsby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is Steve Winwood? I'll be back in the high life again. <laughs> Open up the doors. Open up again. Fuck Steve Winwood. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what Brett should be listening to. Yeah, absolutely. That, like fucking. Uh, he should Kenny definitely Loggins. have. Uh, yeah, he should definitely have like a sailor hat. Yeah, and like white shorts. Yeah, and yeah, like boat and shoes. like boat shoes. <laughs> yeah, and a blue jacket. Yes, and absolutely. an ascot. <laughs> an ascot. <laughs> and a pipe. <laughs> and a martini. Oh God. Mm, Buffy, Muffy. <laughs> Anyway, Jacqueline Garreau plays Linda. Peter Jason plays Malcolm. Uh, Chris Graver, we talked about. He plays Chris. David Carradine plays Richard. Carrie Snodgrass plays Joan. And Steve Ralsback plays the dipshit Brett. <laughs> uh, this movie was released on October 29th, 1982. I was but a young lad and uh, cost $55,000 to make. It shows. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to bury the lead on this one. Uh, this movie fucking is weird. This I, I will give it this. This movie had some unexpected things. Yeah, it's a weird movie. It's a fucked up, like not fucked up. It's just fucking weird. It's weird. Like I don't know what it is. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, is this a horror movie? Is this a comedy? Uh, is it a dark comedy? Is it um, self-referential? Is it a horror movie? Is it a slasher movie? Because the answer is no to all of them because it fails at all of them. So I can't even classify. Is it even a movie? Yeah, I don't know. Just a series of events. Yeah. So the, the, okay, let's go through the basic story real quick. This guy and his wife are sitting there eating breakfast. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden there's a knock at the door. And he's like consumed with like the Wall Street Journal or whatever. Right. Yeah. He's kind of ignoring her. He's rich. And uh, she goes and answers the door. And it's these two guys in white. A couple of like mustachioed porn star looking guys. Yeah, but they're clearly like they were, uh, they're from uh, like an asylum. asylum. Yeah, because yeah. they got the old uh, straight jacket. Straight jacket, and they got the yeah the cuffs yep. and stuff. And they're like, she's like, I'll lead you to them. And yeah, so she's like, keep go, it down, keep it down. What's surprising? <laughs> yep, <laughs> surprise. He's like, all for me <laughs> being institutionalized. Yep. So they they have a scuffle, dude. That scuffle <laughs> goes on for like ten minutes. <laughs> pushes them in the pool they're wearing white too yeah so we get like a little show of the tidy whiteies <laughs> they got underneath that fight goes on for way too long and then when they finally get him and they're putting the straight jacket on him mm-hmm. he's like no no <laughs> ah, no don't uh, and that goes on for like another five minutes I'm like jesus christ know, this movie's only 92 minutes long this or movie could have been long. 20 minutes long <laughs> because there's that's so many half an hour and there's like 10 scenes that do this it just yeah. go on and on yeah um but she locks him up. now we're never privy to, to why. why yeah now my initial thought was she's just she wanted his money yeah she wants his money and she just said he was insane that's what i thought but he was no proof yeah and like, then later can you he does, do that? And then later he does things that are crazy. Yeah, that's what I don't understand either. Like, you can't just, like, there's an evaluation. Like, they determine if you're crazy. Even if this was the, like, maybe in the 1800s, you could be like, hey, he's a witch. And they're like, oh, fuck, burn him. Burn his ass. <laughs> I guess that'd be the 1600s, 1500s, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but even back in the 1800s, you could probably do something like that. In 1975, because 
it jumps forward. It does jump forward. But in like 1975, 1976, I don't think you could just be like, oh, I'm going to have him committed. Yeah, my spouse is crazy. Go ahead and uh, haul him away, boys. That being said. Nice mustaches, by the way. (laughs) You guys want to come back later? (laughs) I saw your tidy whities. But that being said, I know there's been cases like the Kennedy family. Mm-hmm. Like, they're rich, though, right? Oh, yeah, where they where, had the one daughter. Get lobotomized. Yeah. Ugh. Because she was just kind of weirder, and they just wanted to keep her under control. Yeah, that's awful. By the way, she outlived all those fuckers. Ah, good on you, kid. Yeah, fucking Kennedys. <laughs> so you can, uh, they probably could have someone committed, but you'd have to have some kind of proof. Yeah, that'd be a test. Yeah. There's this t- <laughs> Camera. <laughs> man, Camera, woman. man, elephant, phone. Uh-huh. I got them all. I got them all. Perfect. perfect. They perfect were amazing. Like, how the hell did you do that? Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I just got a really powerful brain. Yep. I got Ple- the best memory. Yeah. Please vote. <laughs> Please vote. Yeah. In two weeks. Um, two weeks from tomorrow. Um, so, yeah. So she gets them locked up. Now we flash forward. Now we Now we meet the star of the movie. And this is Linda. And Linda is an actress, struggling actress, and she dates Brett, who's also a struggling actor. He's actually playing Othello. Othello? Yeah, yeah I think so. In a play that is free. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, she's like, you're too young to play Othello. Like, she's like, criticizes him. And by the way, neither of them look young. Yeah, yeah. They don't like exa- they're supposed to play young. They don't look like teenagers. No. But uh, we only see Steve Rails back when he calls her. Yeah, he's only in a couple scenes. <laughs> yeah. And it's like... He's supposed to meet up with her, but he's like, I'm playing Othello. <laughs> and he's backstage, like calling her all yeah, the time in the dressing room. Yeah. That's not how it's done. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've been in a couple of plays before. You don't do that. You don't get on the phone. You wait for your, your cue. Yeah. And it's like, why isn't she there? And why didn't she just turn down the baby? She needs the babysitting job, I guess. Yeah. Cause these rich people pay really good. They're going to a Halloween party in Las Vegas. The rich couple. Yeah. Now, this is the mo- the woman from the first scene. Yep. And her new husband, who is David Carradine. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> he is. He's like rapey. He's disgusting. Yeah, he's yeah. really pervy. Yeah. And it's like, he's like taking off Linda's shirt. Yeah, like unzips her like jumpsuit or whatever. Yeah, she's got one of those like late 70s, early 80s like jumpers on. Yeah. And she's not exactly <laughs> resisting either, which is no, kind she's of like weird. giggling. Yeah. And then the creepy. wife comes in and he's like, Oh, well, 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 I guess party's over. Hey yeah. honey. <laughs> she doesn't really seem to care. That's weird. And they're dressed in a weird get up too. They're both wearing like top hats and, and uh, tuxedos. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you guys supposed to be? I don't know. It was weird. And I kind of didn't understand that either because are they magicians or is their son just really into magic? Yeah. I don't know. Cause they do look kind of magician-y. Yeah. Like, and then cause well, the son wants the mom to like show him this trick and she's like, I'll do it when I get back. So I guess they're I, all into magic. I, 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 don't I don't know. know. They didn't really explain that much. Okay. Then we meet Chris. Now this little fucker. <laughs> I would have killed this kid. <laughs> Chris is the, uh, the son of the insane guy mm-hmm. and, and the wife and the wife. And he's older now. He's probably like seven. Yeah. And he uh, is really into magic and practical jokes. It's like he went into the back of a magazine and ordered every little every thing. Little, like, yeah. Snapping gum. Yeah, and fake fingers. And <laughs> x-ray specs. Yeah. He's got all the gadgets. I used to want all those things. I did too. I used to get like boys life. Like, cause I was in oh, yeah. Boy Scouts. Yeah. yeah. And in the back of like boys life, they would have like this ad. And I was like, if I could just get $13 plus two ninety five shipping, shipping and handling. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. 
send it away in a self-addressed stamped envelope yeah but i wouldn't get it my parents would have been like you're fucking stupid we're not getting you (laughs) x-ray specs i was like if i could just have x-ray specs i could see boobs i could see boobies and it'd be wonderful (laughs) but i thought they were real (laughs) i'm dumb i was dumb oh i still am dumb so he's into all this shit and he's got he's got like this this fucking He's got like illusions. Like he's got like a, a fucking like, guillotine. Yeah, he had a fake guillotine. Oh, well, <laughs> I yeah. guess it's a real guillotine, but, but it's there's rigged. a trick to it. Yeah, so it doesn't really. Chop and then off there's your head. uh, um, he's got like hand buzzers, and he's got like smoke bombs. Yeah, he's got all sorts of gizmos, he's got fake fingers. He's just a little. Dick. He's a little shit. Yeah, and so the parents leave, and she's there with him, and he, of course, is playing practical joke after practice. This is where we get trick or treats. I guess. Why isn't it tricks or treats or tricks or treat? I don't know. The title makes no sense. Dude, and before they leave, David Carradine looks up at the kid, like the kids at the top of the stairs, and they look back and forth at each other again for like 20 minutes, just looking at each other. I'm like, what are are we trying to establish here? The the kid's crazy? Yeah. We already know the the stepdad's a perv. Stepdad's a perv. It's just weird. Mom's a bitch. Characters do weird things in this whole movie. Like when they call her to like for the babysitting gig, she answers the phone in her shower. Like a cord, not a cordless phone either. Like yeah, it's she, like, corded. Takes the corded phone into the shower with her. Like, yeah. Ah, just weird. Yeah. The whole movie's dumb. <laughs> the whole movie is fucking dumb. Except for Chris. Chris is my favorite part. Because he like does shit and she's like, she she's had enough of him. Right. And she goes, why? Why do I always get these fucked up kids or whatever? And she walks away and he just looks at her and it's kind of at the camera. And he's like, because we love you, Linda. (laughs) And I rewound that like four times (laughs) and I recorded it. And I sent it to my mom as a text message. (laughs) Because her name's Linda. We we love you, Linda. Linda. (laughs) That's awesome. And she goes, she writes back and she goes, what the fuck is this for? (laughs) (laughs) I just laughed. Uh. Anyway. And he does a bunch of pranks on oh, her. Oh, and then and the other time, like, he fucks with her and he runs buzzer? up the stairs. And he goes, sucka. TJ goes, sucka. <laughs> I recorded that and sent that to you. <laughs> I love it. I uh, love him. He's the best part of this movie. Yeah. And there's not anything else that's good. And he's still annoying, but yeah. He's, he's still annoying, but he is the best part. <laughs> oh, yeah. He does practically. He, like, fakes like he chops off his finger. And she falls for it, like, almost every, every time. time. Or it's like, come on. After, like, the second gag, I would have been like, I'll tell you what, kid. You're not leaving my sight the rest of the night. Like, I'm just going to be your shadow. And why? Yeah. Or, and why or is this You're going to sit here, and you're going to watch this movie with me. And there's never a time in the whole movie where the kid's like, oh, he's a pain in the ass kid with a heart of gold, you know? Yeah. It's like, I half expected that, like, like this, the dad to come back and start killing people. Right. And, and for the two of them to team up or, or him to be like fucking Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. You know, and that's like, what I thought was going to happen. Do a bunch of cool, like practical joke, magic tricks to fuck with his psychopath dad. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. That would be a better movie. Yeah, but it, yeah. Write that one, David. Well, what's funny was like, I like, as I was watching the movie a third of the way in, I'm like, Oh, I already know exactly what's going to happen. And then that didn't happen. I was like, well, that would have been a much better movie. Okay. So the dad escapes the mental hospital by, like smothers a nurse and puts on her clothes and dresses like a nurse, puts on lipstick and shit. And everybody's like, hi, ma'am. By the way, this guy is one of the most masculine looking guys ever. So with the nurse, and it's Halloween. So, I mean, yes, it would be normal that someone might be dressed up as, as a woman. And, and even if someone yeah. does dress up as a woman, but clearly 
this is not a woman. Yeah. But everybody's like, oh, this lady came. This lady came. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's a, clearly a dude. I mean, and it's 1982. This is pre like LGBTQ yeah, yeah, yeah. rights. Ex- exactly. You know, like, this, movie, people, this movie wasn't progressive. No, it not just, at all. It was just it was dumb. Just dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, like, Maybe like the filmmaker, like, we were so ahead of our time. Like, oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Gary, no, Gary Graver is like, you know what? We really this was actually the message for the whole film you're like yeah. you're so full of shit <laughs> um but uh he also steals clothes off of like homeless people yep this dude that one homeless guy was the dude from chopping mall oh really yeah <laughs> the guy at the beginning of the movie that's like uh at the mall with the woman yeah you know the part I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah he was one of the bums weren't they also in eating raul or something I think eh, maybe that 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 yeah that two those two. I think you I think you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never seen Eating Raul, but I remember <laughs> when we reviewed that. I think we talked about that. And she so so okay. Let me just quickly explain this before you go on. Um, the the dad escapes. So as an audience, this is where you would think, okay, he's going to go back and yeah, he's going to start alone. killing people. Yeah, nobody dies. No, there's no. Well, it's what, an it, hour and ten minutes into the movie, someone dies. Who? Uh, the friend. Oh, he stabs. Her. Yes, that's right. And I think that's it. That's it. That's it. And this friend. Okay. What were you going to say earlier before I went into that? Oh, no, I was just going to say the relationship between uh, Linda and the kid. Chris. Chris is really weird, too. Like, Linda's not super great either. Like, she's she, not like, a babysitter. She pinches his nose, like, really hard. It's like, dude, that's <laughs> child abuse. Yeah, well, he's a dick. Yeah, but she, like, <laughs> grabs him. And then she tells him the entire story of the boy who cried wolf. I was I like, did, come on. I know. And that took about 15 minutes. Because <laughs> she's like, uh, you're going to be like the boy who cried wolf. And he's like, what's that? What's that? Well, let me Once tell upon you. A time. And, and she like, tells the whole story. I think we all know this story. Yeah. Like, I knew just, this story. Like, I, I was born knowing this story. Like, yeah, just give him the Cliff's Notes version. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't lie. Yeah. Because I won't believe you. Yeah. Kid uh, repeatedly tells them a wolf is coming. Wolf isn't coming. Eventually, a wolf comes. Kid gets eaten. He end does of, do a story. He does do a Squints Polidorus, though, where he fakes like he drowns. So oh, yeah. Wendy Peppercorn will yeah, can give him CPR. <laughs> yeah. And dude, and the CPR is gross too. Cause like, she's all sensual about it. Like when she's like, oh, giving she, it, she doesn't just put mouth to mouth. Like she's like moving her head around and stuff. Like it yeah, looks she's like she's like full on making him. out. Yeah. Yeah. And when he gets up, he's like, thanks. What is it? Like, thanks for the kiss, baby. <laughs> and he runs away. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> then she's just like, <sighs> and there's like part like earlier in the movie. She's like, I'll put you to bed. And he's like, that's the best offer I've had all day. <laughs> Little, little horn dog, <laughs> and he's like seven. Yeah, he the, got his first boner. <laughs> Baby's first boner. <laughs> so gross. And then he like right after that, I think he does the fake like cutting off his thumb, and she falls for it again. Yes. Oh my god. And then he does the thing where like he ties string to like the door knocker and like knocks on the door, and then she opens it to see who's there, and then like there's nobody, and then he knocks again, and that's like another like twenty minute gag of like him fucking with her in the door. I was like, and come you know what on. pissed me off about that. She would open the door. You would see the You'd string. You'd see the string. At one point she even walks in front of the door because like you now you know the string's not even there. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. So stupid. <laughs> I was getting pissed. Oh, and like then, I watched this movie Stone Cold Sober too. Like I wanted to drink so bad. Oh. Um, and then what about the fact that there's trick or treaters that show up periodically and they're like these? It had to have been the cruise kids. Oh yeah, because there's like trick or treat. Thank you. Yeah, I want more candy. <laughs> One of them. It might be in the next movie. Is like whoa. <laughs> 
I think it's the next movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, the acting is not good. <laughs> but um, the dad does get back to the house. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. She calls her friend, right? She's got this audition coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, she needs the tape. Like a, like a reel, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Her reel. And her friend had cut it together. Okay, so like... An hour into the movie, all of a sudden it cuts to these two women working in an editing bay. <laughs> yeah. And then this is where the Barrymore guy is. He's the mad scientist that they're editing. Oh, yeah. the, the movie within yeah, the movie? Yeah, it's Drew Barrymore's half-brother. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's so weird because it's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, it just makes a yeah a very abrupt cut. Like, I even paused it and I was like, is this... Did, did switch, I accidentally sit on a, the remote yeah, and she, like something new is happening <laughs> because it's like these two chicks in an editing. We don't know them from Adam. They haven't been brought up. Yeah. They're, yeah. We haven't had, uh, they haven't there's even no introduction to them. They're in an editing bay and they're like, Oh, uh, I think I finished this, uh, editing. Do you want to take a look at it? Sure. And she plays it. And then now we see the movie within the movie. And it's, yeah, it's this, called the monster strikes. Yeah. And it's this mad scientist who took out the brain and you know, it's, it's a very B like kind of horror movie. Schlocky. It actually looked a lot more interesting than, yeah. than this movie. And, and then it cuts back and they're like, wow, that was really good. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck was that? And that's why I'm like, did they think at one point, like this is a comedy? I don't know. Really? Like they stopped doing what they were doing and they started making a comedy. I, I don't know. But then it goes back. The phone rings and it's Linda and she's calling her friend who is one of the editors. And she's like, Hey, can you get me my reel? And she's like, Oh, I'll drop it off to you. What's the address? Yeah. And then she's like, Oh, I'm going to drop it off to you. Yeah. Cause she gets the address. She's like, Oh, that's on the way or that's by my hairdresser. And I'm going there as fate would have it on Halloween night. I'm going to go get my, get yeah, my hair did at eight o'clock and, at and night then, and then drop off. Uh, yeah. It's stupid. Drop off this thing. So, so stupid. So she shows up at the going house. to the 24 hour salon. Yeah. She's going to fucking great clips and she fucking shows up at the house and knocks on the door and there's no answer. Because Linda's out dicking around in she's some barn to, yeah, or shed. Yeah, because Chris ran off and she's trying to find him. Yeah. And uh, so her friend just goes into the house. That's what you do. And then starts going into every room. Yeah, 20 minutes of her everything. wandering through the house. She goes up into the attic. Yeah. Like, of all places. Like, she makes her way from the ground floor all the way up to the fucking third story. <laughs> and she's, like, looking around. And then the fucking Malcolm, the dad who finally made it there comes out and stabs her. Yep. And he thinks it's the wife. And then he looks and he's like, Oh, I guess it's not the wife. Yeah. And he, goes, he even says, you're not Joan. Yeah. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. This woman also looks nothing like his wife. Oh no, no, not at all. <laughs> and so then, uh, they come back into the house. Linda gets back into the house and Chris is in his bed and his throat is slit. Yeah. But she's like, practical joke. Just for a brief second, I was like, is that kid dead? I thought he was. Yeah. And I was like, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the dad comes out of the fucking closet and scares her. And she goes running around. She finds the dead, dead friend's body. She runs out of the house to the shed. The dad goes out to the shed, and then he stops because he sees all the stuff that used to be his. Like, he gets all nostalgic. This old gas can. Oh, my old helmet. Oh, this old pedal car. Yeah. So dumb. Oh, my typewriter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Linda, uh, 
he sees Linda like up in the rafters or whatever, and he starts chasing after her. She runs out. She runs back into the house. And he still thinks oh, she's that, trying to start her fucking car. The, oh, thing. the thing. She's got a VW thing that <laughs> yeah. won't start. Yeah. Those fucking like, anytime a VW thing is in a movie, you know you're in for the, a shit show. <laughs> I wonder if that was like the big car of 1982, because is that when a uh, fucking tourist trap Tourist trap right around the same time, yeah. Yeah. So, I think tour, yeah, it was a little earlier, but eh, right around that same yeah. era. So, but yeah, and he also thinks that she's Joan, which yeah. again, uh, now this one I'll at least grant a little bit because when, when she dove in the pool to save the kids, she put on the wife's nightgown. So, I guess if she still had that nightgown, you've been rocking the same nightgown for eight years or whatever, yeah, or however long. Man, um, I got underwear for <laughs> eight years. <laughs> The elastic's not worn out yet. You know. Um, so yeah, but he if thinks, it is, they're comfortable. Yeah, exactly. They just hang. The wiener holds them up. <laughs> not even. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> Depends on what I'm thinking about. <laughs> we love you, Linda. Wait a second. That's my mom. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so he chases her through the house. Um, and then she's like going to call the cops and she sits down, she sits down on the couch and she's just like, I'm going to call nine one one. Right. And then he's behind her and he's like, don't turn around. Don't turn around. I don't want to see my heart breaking. Don't turn around. Is that, uh, that's, that's uh, Roxette? It's Ace of Bass, I think. Oh. All their songs sound exactly the same. Ace of Bass and Roxette? Don't, tu- <laughs> don't turn around. All that she wants is another baby. I saw the sign. Like, all their songs were That's exactly the same. Yeah, you should you be a DJ. I saw the sign. Don't turn around. Is another baby. Fucking Ace of Bass. They were another. Like, <laughs> Roxette's were they from a Swedish band, Swedish, too. Yeah. And so was ABBA. Yeah. Roxette had some good songs, though. She's got the look. She's got the look. What, what in the world, world can make a brown-eyed girl turn blue? When everything <laughs> I'll ever do, I did for you. And I go, na 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 like a raindrop. She's got the Tasted like a raindrop. Wasn't that another fucking stupid song? Hit it like a hammer, she's a juvenile scam. Never was a quitter. Tastes like a raindrop. She's got the That's the other there's another song where it's like Chicka Cherry Cola. What oh, is yeah. That one? Uh, the Savage. Or, Savage is that Savage Oh, I want you. I don't <laughs> oh, know, know if I, I need you. But, ooh, I died of fine time. Were they Swedish too? Like, all those bands sound the same. No, I think Savage Garden Savage, uh, is like from Australia or okay. something. Okay. They also had a very rock set kind of sound. Yeah. But he's like, Chicka Cherry Cola. Chicka Cherry Cola. <laughs> She's got the look. She's got the look. There's a lot more medleys. <laughs> Just fucking weaving songs in and out. <laughs> you could do that for all those bands and have a much better movie than this fucking <laughs> Yes, and just do that for 90 minutes. <laughs> we could do, we could just do a medley from memory with wrong lyrics and everything. For the rest of the episode. For the rest of the episode, and that'd be better than this fucking 91 minutes of hell. <laughs> oh, and then God. just splice in. Sucka! Sucka! Gigolo. Sucka! Get some Nina Cherry up in here. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking Buffalo Stance? Yeah. Yeah. I love that song. It's a great song. 
And then put Eagle Eye Cherry in there too, her brother. Hey, why not? <laughs> yeah, get him in there. Like, um, Save tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Fight the break of dawn. Don't turn around. <laughs> Come tomorrow. <laughs> Don't turn tomorrow around. I'll be gone. <laughs> Don't turn around. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Tasted like a raindrop. Chicka Cherry Cola. <laughs> Dude, if you had more time, you should put that at the end of this episode. Like, medley all those fucking songs together. If you had more time, I bet you if you had more time, you would. If I had more time, yeah. <laughs> that would take a while. That would be, be a bit of a job. <sighs> if someone out there has time, <laughs> you want to put together a Swearwolves mixtape for us. <laughs> all of those songs need to go on. Throw in there. some record scratching. Give us some brick brick Yep. Yep. <laughs> fucking Nina Cherry, Eagle Eye Cherry, Savage Garden, the Swedish bands, Roxette, Ace Basin, Abba. You could even throw some Abba throw in some there. Throw some Abba in there? Yeah. There you go. At Why some not? Point. Why the hell not? Dancing Queen. Maybe that's the underlying beat. Yeah. Dancing Queen. <laughs> young and we Throw the other shit on top. 17. She's got the look. She's got the look. <laughs> the hits. The hits the, just the, keep, the coming. keep coming and write themselves. <laughs> <laughs> we're really we're really um talented <laughs> i thought there was more to the story there was gonna be more to the story i was gonna say we're really um we're really ahead of our time oh yeah and we're like more talented than what we do <laughs> like we just sit here and talk on mics about horror movies but we have a vast pl- plethora of fucking we're artists <laughs> yeah we are artists we're like, artists us Auteurs. And, and fucking uh, other artists that I can't think of. Us and fucking Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci yeah. And Andy Warhol. There you go. Us. And the and, swear And us. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, trick or treats. This movie's over, right? Oh, oh wait. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, hold on. It's almost over. So, she's going to call the cops. He says, don't turn around. <laughs> That's, That's how we got that. And then uh, she... she I don't know. She fuck. She gets away, and she goes upstairs. Chris is still alive. He's oh like, yeah, oh, yeah. What did I miss? Look at my Halloween f- over. Yeah, I'm so sleepy. I'm a deep sleeper. <laughs> and she's like, "Come over here." And she sees the guillotine, and she's like, "Let's let's rig this." Yeah, show me how this works. Like, well, I normally don't do that. Yeah, a magician <laughs> never reveals his secrets. It's like, fuck you, kid. Yeah, there's a maniac on the loose. <laughs> so they rig it up. Or supposedly, we don't see it. And then the dad, like, busts through the door. Fucking Kool-Aid man. <laughs> he does. He Kool-Aid mans it through the door, and then he Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> he falls perfectly. His head goes right. His and, head goes in the and he doesn't. And he just leaves it there. Like, don't... He's like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. My head's in this game. I'm, I'm very heavy as the head that wears the crown. I'm just gonna rest my head here for a minute. Not take it out of this guillotine. And then, so, they... they whoosh. And then it chops Off of his head. Well, it, well, it, it does. It just stops on his head, but it cuts it enough, I guess. Yeah, it like he bleeds. <laughs> he bleeds out. Yeah, it takes like twenty minutes. But he's <laughs> like, I mean, it is a kid's toy. Yeah, it's not very. It's fairly dull. <laughs> um. So then she's like, "All right, Chris, you stay here with the dead body. <laughs> yeah, you watch him, make sure he really did. I'm gonna go call the cops. And Chris, I guess, must have been really young when his dad went to the mental hospital because he, he didn't even, even recognize, recognize him. it. Yeah, she's like, hey, first time ever seen a dead body. <laughs> Mine neither. You stay here. She goes down. She calls the cops. And then we see Chris pop up behind her. The butcher knife. With the butcher knife that the dad was going to use. And freeze frame. Freeze frame. Freeze frame. So stupid. She's got the look. <laughs> freeze frame. No, 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 no. 
Fucking trick or treats. Oh, so stupid. This movie was awful. Oh, this movie was. <clears throat> it was painful. It was an abomination. It was really painful to watch. Like at, at some point during the movie, my wife. I mean, she starts watching all these movies with me, and then if they're Sometimes really bad, Sometimes she finishes. Yeah, most of the time she doesn't. If they're really bad, she like starts doing. It. She was in the other room, and she's like, it, it "Just she's like, just turn it off." <laughs> I go, I don't know how I'm gonna get through this, and she goes, "This is fucking awful." And I painful. don't disagree with her. No, the best part of the movie is Chris, and See, even he's. Annoying. And you did even better than me because I always write down the good in one column and the bad. I, my good column is blank. Or what's your bad? Uh, <laughs> not scary, uh, repetitive, long scenes, annoying kid, boring. Oh, boring. Um, boring. Another one that I thought was weird too. Very little music, and the music that is in the movie is just like library cues like i think it's stuff that was just cleared that they just inserted into the movie like i don't think there was an actual composer yeah but there was like long long scenes where there was no music and sometimes just the absence of music is very noticeable yeah just overall i thought it was awful i gave it a half yeah i give it a half too and it gets the half only because of the kid and i know that was in your bad column but but yeah. he was he, he was the most enjoyable part about the movie yes. for me yeah agreed i will say this david carradine despite the fact that his character was a creep and everything like He's one of the coolest dudes. Like, even <laughs> even being a creep, like, he was the best actor in this movie. Yeah. Like, by far. Yes. So you could see why he went on. And it's really sad that he's passed away. Because I think after Kill Bill, people started... I mean, Tarantino has the way of bringing out Bringing this. careers back. But I think after Kill Bill, like, he really showed people, like, his ability. he could also act. Yes. Yeah. And he wasn't just um, the guy from Kung Fu who kind of looked Asian. So they put it. They and, put a white guy in, in and the, the role. The karate in kung fu wasn't good anyway. Like David well, Carradine's karate wasn't very good. Well, it's not karate, dude. It's kung fu. That's true. It's kung fu. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But Bruce Lee was supposed to play the part, right? But he was Asian, and they didn't think that would fly. So they got a white guy who kind of looked Asian. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird that David Carradine and Keith Carradine are brothers. They don't look alike. Not at all. Yeah, it's weird. Not at all. Louis Skolnick <laughs> from fucking Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah, they don't look anything alike. Do you remember we saw him and Booker at the oh, fucking yeah. Son of Monster Palooza that's that right. one year? Yeah. Half a head. Half. Yeah, and that's generous. That is generous. But if you want to watch it, it's on Tubi. You yep. can watch it for free. It's on, yeah, and it's also on YouTube. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's on both. I watched it on yeah, Tubi. Yeah, don't pay. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't pay. Don't... Yeah, in fact, I think we, I know Gary Graver is dead, but Chris Graver is still alive. I think, you know, it'd be awesome if we could get him to like do an interview with us and we'd just be like, what the fuck was up yeah, with that movie? That like, movie? I, I don't want to bash your father because he was probably a good man. Yeah. But this movie sucked. <laughs> we'd be like, yeah. <laughs> sucker. <laughs> just yeah, sucker. <laughs> no, 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 no. So <sighs> the next movie was Trick or Treat. 1986, directed by Charles Martin Smith. You know Charles Martin I Smith? I do not is? know who that is. Charles Martin Smith is an actor. He was famous for, do you ever see American Graffiti? Yeah. He was the nerd oh, in okay. American Graffiti. Yeah. Um, he also was in... Um, I love American Graffiti. That's such a good movie. Oh, yeah. That movie's great. Richard Dreyfuss is awesome in that movie. Ron Howard. Yeah. Harrison Ford. It's one of those movies that's like George Lucas. Oh, you were a good director one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you remember, remember when you were a good director, good yeah, filmmaker? That was a good story. It was a great story. Yeah. Soundtrack was great. Really good soundtrack. At Wolfman Jack. Yeah, and there's a nod to Wolfman Jack Wolf, in this movie. Wolf, Wolfman Jack 
was kind of a big deal when I was growing, like Wolfman Jack was in a cartoon. Oh yeah, that's right. It's like Wolfman. How I'm Wolfman Jack. I'm Wolfman Jack. I'm the Highland Prowler, Wolfman Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I think he turned into a Wolfman. He did. Yeah, I br- I br- vaguely remember that cartoon. Yeah, he's like, I'm a turn I'm a werewolf. I'm a, I'm a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Uh, the fucking Wolfman. Next Jack. up, we're going to play Ace and Bass. <laughs> All about Ro- Roxanne. <laughs> we got a little Savage Garden for you. Coming up, Chicka Cherry Cola. Dude, like that, to do that voice, like I know that was probably his real voice, but that hurts my No, because throat. in American Graffiti, like he's in the movie oh, yeah, and he talks right in a normal end. voice. And he's like, hey, Wolfman's not he's here. He's not here, man. He's on tape. All right. <laughs> oh, we got a special request <laughs> for my friend. <laughs> Looking for a girl on a T-Bird. A white T-Bird. Suzanne Summers. <laughs> well, that's right. It was Suzanne Summers. Right. Yeah, pre-Three's uh, Company. It's Richard Dreyfus, right? He was crushing on her. Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> I was in Jaws. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's Charles Martin Smith. Okay, that's cool. Uh, more notably an actor. He's a good actor, actually, but he directed this. <laughs> um, screenplay by a lot of people. James Wong did a rewrite of this. James Wong was the guy who directed Final oh, Destination. Yeah, okay. Really? He did an uncredited uh, write of this movie. Weird. Yeah. So Final Destination was a couple episodes ago. Go back and listen to that one. <laughs> um, there, I guess the story by was the story was by Rhett Top, Topham? Topham? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Tofen Top Top Hand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toppin's the birds. <laughs> Toppin. Um, music by Fastway? And Christopher Young. Yeah. I don't know these people. Christopher Young did Hellraiser. Christopher Young's done a ton of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Lots of lots of things. But uh, Fastway, I think, was uh, a member or two of Motorhead, I think. Oh, okay. I'm not exactly sure. but I don't know either. I don't know. Very um, 80s metal. Okay. Cast. Mark Price. Skippy. Skippy. <laughs> the fucking what, ho- host of the Universal Backlot <laughs> That's Tour. That's right. <laughs> I saw, I, I know him. Well, I saw him as like a six-year-old. Mark Price. You know, I was thinking about that too, because yeah. when I went on that Backlot tour, it was probably around the time this movie came out. Yeah. He's like, be, he's like, I'll do this movie, but you got to guarantee me a job for the next I need year. A summer gig, because that was probably somewhere between like 86 and 88, maybe. Okay. Yeah, this movie came out October 24th, 1986. What year did the 80s King Kong movie come out? Fuck, I don't know. It was that summer because I got a. I remember having a King Kong cup, and I, that was like the cup that I drank everything out of as a kid for like a couple <laughs> of years. That was my, my cup. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I never saw the eighties King Kong. I didn't either. Uh, I've only I've only seen. But the King Kong part of the tram ride mm-hmm. was like brand new. Oh, okay, it was that summer. Yeah. Anyway, Mark Price was like, "Hey, <laughs> King Kong ain't got shit on me." <laughs> Yo, Mark Price. I, everybody knows him as Skippy. Yeah, Family, Family Ties. Ties. Anybody who was around in the '80s, at least. Uh, I love that show, Family Ties. By the way. Yeah. Alex P. Keaton. Yeah. Michael J. Fox was the shit back in the '80s. Hell yeah. He's the shit now, still. <laughs> uh, he plays Eddie Weinbauer. We got Tony Fields as Sammy Kerr. Sammy Kerr's the rock star. Tony Fields was like a. He's a dancer. He was a dancer. He was in a bunch of Michael Jackson videos. Yeah, he was in Beat It. Yeah, I think he was like Broadway dancer kind of yeah. guy. He's he's passed away. Um, Lisa Orga Orgolini. She plays Leslie. Doug Savant as Tim, and then we got a couple of cameos. We got Gene Simmons as Nuke, 
and Ozzy Osbourne as Reverend Aaron Gilstrom. Now, these are legit cameos because they're both just in like one scene. Yeah. But like you said, it was in the it was dollar bin at yeah. the fucking Walgreens. The we, box was literally, yeah. No they're skip, not going to say No Skippy <laughs> to be found starring Skippy. It was like starring Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, because nobody's going to buy a movie that's is starring Mark Skippy Price. <laughs> as you may have seen on the Universal Backlot Tour. <laughs> <laughs> on the soundstage. I think he also hosted a game show like on Nickelodeon or something. Oh, really? Like maybe like, <laughs> I don't know, like a knockoff of double dare. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So Gene Simmons and Ozzy Alperin, I'm going to say this real quick before uh, we get into the movie. Um, I, I actually really liked Gene Simmons character in this movie. Agreed. I actually thought Gene Simmons was convincing as an actor. <laughs> yeah. And he was cool. Yeah. He, like, was, cool. he was cool looking like with his cowboy, cowboy hat. hat and his yeah. boots. Yeah. He was, and this was a much younger Gene Simmons. Yeah. This is, bef- yeah. He's a lot handsomer. <laughs> yeah. But you know when Kiss, like... When they took the makeup off, everybody's like, put the makeup back on. <laughs> yeah. You guys are not handsome. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, uh, release date, October 24th, 1986. Budget was $3.5 million. Box office, uh, not so good, but six point, almost $6.8 million. Oh, made a little money. Respectable. Yeah. I mean, you get the metalheads out there, <laughs> right? We're going we're gonna to see our people represented in a fucking horror film. <laughs> But uh, this, well, like metal music and horror films kind of go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Especially in the 80s. Yeah. So this was kind of called for. They were like, we got to put them together. (laughs) Uh, So Eddie is a big fan of Sammy Kerr. Sammy Kerr is like this metal. Kind of like a shock, like a, almost like a Marilyn Manson kind of figure from the 80s. Like kind of a shock rocker. Yeah. Like Alice Cooper. Cooper, Ozzy Ozzy Osbourne. Like there's like a scene at one point where you see him like rip a snake open and like drink its blood. And pours the blood all over himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's that kind of guy. Like a showman. Yes. To the nth degree. And his music is like. Dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Rebellious. It's like what Tipper Gore was going against in the 80s. Yeah, and it even has like a shot of him testifying in front of Congress, which I think that was a nod to Frank Zappa. Although I don't know if the Zappa thing was before or after this movie, but Zappa uh, testified in front of Congress. Was that during that like... Like obscenity and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. So that was like D. Snyder was part of that also, I think. So I think that was prior to 86. Okay. That's when they put the parental advisory labels Mm -hmm. on, on albums. Yeah, this was probably in response to that. Yeah. I mean, definitely Ozzy's character is in response to the shit that he got <laughs> from different like religious groups. Mm-hmm. But um, Eddie's like just a loner. He's got one friend, Tim. No, Tim's his arch nemesis. Oh, his one friend, uh, uh, Roger. Roger, sorry. Um, he's got one friend, but he's like a typical like outcast. Yeah, and he's got his like ripped jeans and his jean jacket. He he's looks like, a lot like a guy who used to sit in that, uh, <laughs> in that couch over there yeah, when we he were recording. A little bit. <laughs> uh, and we found out Sammy uh, Kerr went to the same high school, so yep. there's kind of a kinship there. And, and Sammy was also picked on. Yep. And he's going to come back and perform. He's scheduled to come back and perform on uh, Halloween night for a concert at the high school. Yeah. And it gets canceled. Yep. And Eddie's fucking like, fuck so them. Pissed. And he's writing a letter. The sound movie opens up. He's like, oh, I love you, Sammy. Yeah. It's like, like a fan fucking letter. Stan. Like, yeah. to Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Devin Sawa, another throwback to our... Uh, oh, yeah, Devin Sawa. He was yeah. in that video. Um, anyway, uh, so he's like writing a love letter to Sammy. And he's like, no one understands me like you do. <laughs> Your music speaks to me. But we find out Sammy dies. 
Yeah, in a hotel fire. Yeah, and uh, the ca- the concert got canceled, and then he dies. So Eddie's like devastated. devastated. I mean, think about like when you were that age, and there was someone you idolized, and then they die. Even now, when like a musician dies or an actor dies that you have grown up watching, like I remember when Prince died. Yeah, like I was pretty like. Oof. Yeah, that messed with me for a while. Yeah. David Bowie too messed with me for a good week or so. Yeah. So, but when you're, when you're 18, 17 or 18 yeah, and you like look up to these people and it's like someone passes away, it's like, what? It's like your whole world crumbles mm-hmm. and that's what happens to him. So he goes and visits the only one he knows that can understand him. And that's Gene Simmons. DJ Nuke. Nuke. And he went to high school at the same time as Sammy went to the same high yeah. school, knew him. And he's like, look, Eddie, I know you're a huge fan. I'll tell you what. I got this acetate. <laughs> now I didn't understand. I don't understand that. Like what is an acetate? It's like a test pressing. Like, so those are like extremely rare. They're rare and they're usually pretty valuable. So he has this acetate LP of the latest album, the unreleased album. Yep. And he gives it to Eddie songs in the key of death. Yeah. Which is a fucking awesome yeah. name. A nice for- play on a Stevie wonder. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, that's an awesome, yeah. Cause he had the songs in the key of life. Yeah. Um, but he gives it to him and he says, you can have it. He goes, I recorded it onto a tape. That's yeah. what we use to broadcast. You're his biggest fan. He probably would have, if he had known you, he would have wanted you to have this. Yep. And so he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, I mean like I, if I, that was me, I would have gone right home and played it. Oh yeah. But he, yeah, just, he, he throws it in up. his backpack. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Another thing too, uh, Gene Simmons had a line that I thought was pretty ironic because they were talking about how it's so tragic, uh, tragic that he died. And Gene Simmons is kind of like, listen, man, like I know you idolize the guy, but like he did it to himself. And he said he believed his own hype. And then it's like <laughs> Gene Simmons, the biggest ego on earth. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of times. Let's see. Listen, I'm not a kiss fan. Uh, I've tried to listen to some Kiss music. Uh, this is like I can count the number of Kiss songs I like on one hand. I I don't even need hands, <laughs> and I I just don't get it. I respect people's opinion on music. I just don't get. I just don't get it. Yeah. I, of course, I also didn't grow up in that time. Which era. is kind of a bummer because I know a lot of horror people really like Kiss, but oh, yeah, yeah, I've never been able to get into them. And and you know, some people. And part of it, I think, is because I don't like Gene Simmons. <laughs> but but the one thing that I respect about Gene Simmons is like. He knows how to market. Oh, yeah. And that's, he's, he's a very, very smart guy. And that's all Kiss is, is marketing. Yeah. You know, maybe they have some good songs and I just haven't heard them. And maybe I just didn't grow up in the right era at the right place in the right time. And I appreciate that as well. However, a lot of what Kiss is, is marketing. Mm-hmm. It's the makeup. It's the the Halloween masks. It's going back to when I was a kid. I remember being in the store, like picking out my Halloween costume and seeing a fucking Jeans, demon, yeah, Gene Simmons, Simmons mask. mask and wanting it. Yeah. With the tongue hanging out. I didn't know who Kiss was, but I was like, that's, that's fucking cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> my mom was like, no, no, you're not getting that. <laughs> She's like, you're going as this fucking Godzilla <laughs> costume. But, um, regardless, uh, so he, doesn't listen to it right away. He runs into Leslie, who's like this girl he's got a crush on. Yeah. And she actually is nice to him. She's and like, she apologizes because I think she kind of used to be tight with the group of people that's uh, picking on him. Yeah. Because at the beginning of the movie, like he gets depanced and we see his butt and the girls take Polaroid of him. And, yeah. Yeah. She gives it back to him. She's like, look. Yeah. Here's your tape that they took and here's the picture of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> nice ass, Skippy. Nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. So she's. 
like apologizing for that. And she's also like, sorry that that Sammy uh, Kerr died. And so she's like, okay, just why don't you come to the pool party? And he's like, okay, cool. Like, and you know what? He's a guy after all. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) fuck yeah. There's this hot chick inviting me to a pool. And she'll probably be in a bathing suit. I'll be there. (laughs) Fuck this. Fuck this acetate. (laughs) So he throws it aside and he goes to the pool. And, uh, of course he gets picked on and he gets thrown into the pool and almost drowns in four feet of water. (laughs) And she dives in and pulls him out. And of course he blames her. Yeah. He thinks that she invited him there for them to do that. Like a carry situation. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah. But he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get all of you. I'm going to get even. Yep. And he goes home and he listens to the album. Like he's in a fit of rage, right? This is his only outlet. Listens to the album and has a dream that night of Sammy Kerr like burning and doing this like devil worship like yeah in the middle of a pentagram and there's like burning people around him and stuff and he wakes up and the album is like skipping yeah and it sounds all garbled like it's like (laughs) yeah and so he's like hmm this is backwards masking Mm -hmm. so he starts playing the album manually uh backwards and it says something like get them all or something Mm -hmm. yeah something (laughs) and he's like okay it's like talking to him yeah almost Without, like, specifically talking to him, it's, like, saying something to him, and he's, like, it's, like, giving him a message. Yeah, and it's kind of instilling confidence in him. Yep. So, the next day at school, he's, like, fuck them, and he, like... Yeah, he pranks the bullies and gets even. Yep. And, uh, the... whatever. And one of the bullies, like, almost dies. Like, he gets his, uh... Or maybe that's later, where he gets his necktie caught in the That's machine. later. That's later, yeah. Um, that's when they're trying to get revenge on oh, him. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. I don't know what he like does. a little back and forth. I don't know what he does to them the first time, but it's something small, but it's like telling him he's not going to put up with it anymore. Yeah. And he feels more confident in that. Mm-hmm. And even Leslie's kind of like looking at him like, oh, finally he stood up for himself. Yeah. And he tells his friend, uh, Roger. Roger. Uh, about the backwards masking and he's like well that's normal that happens on these albums you know sometimes mm-hmm. they hide subliminal messages um or not subliminal but they hide messages in the in the thing and so um but he goes back and he starts listening to the album and now the albums instead of just saying the same message it's a different yeah, it's message changing and it's answering his questions yeah and at first like when he plays it backwards it says rag man which is uh his uh eddie's nickname so he's yeah. like holy shit how's this guy know my name yeah. And then, yeah, and then he kind of uses it like a Ouija board. Yeah. So it's asking it questions. That's pretty much what it is. And then he even records onto tape cassette him playing the album in reverse. Mm-hmm. So that way he can bring a tape cassette of it with him in the car. Yeah. And he can talk to it. And it's like talking back to him. <laughs> and it's the voice, this like ghost voice of Sammy Kerr. Well, slowly but surely, we know that Sammy is like fucking got nefarious <laughs> murderous intentions yeah intentions and he wants to kill them all <laughs> he wants to kill everybody because he got picked on like you said earlier and he doesn't like bullies yeah so he's gonna go out there and get them and he's using skippy as his fucking <laughs> as his muse as his like conduit to the, yeah, yeah. the real world and he's getting stronger every time skippy does something he like gets stronger <laughs> till finally you know that whole that's right he has that whole situation happens where the person almost dies yeah and skippy's like you know what look enough is enough he fucks with the bully and then later like the next day he gives a copy of the tape 
to the bully and like a with a note that says like a peace offering. Yep. And then that guy's girlfriend that night they go out to like a make out like lookout kind of place and he gets out of the car to take a world record pee. That guy's gone a long long time. Maybe he took a shit first. Maybe he was shitting in the woods. Yeah. He had to dig a hole. Maybe yep. maybe he was digging a little little fox hole. Like with his a little, feet. A little cat hole. <laughs> yeah. Just covering it up with covering his feet. It up. <laughs> Kicking at it. <laughs> so while he's uh, shitting into a hole, um, his girlfriend like Puts finds, on the finds the headphones and the cassette tape, and she starts listening to it. And like this green ghost like presence kind of starts green smoke, yeah, yeah, like starts touching her and like starts taking her she clothes has an off. Orgasm. Oh yeah, and like takes her clothes off and uh, yeah, and she opens her eyes and she sees and it's it. like a giant lizard monster <laughs> looking thing. Yeah, she doesn't die though; she just no. goes to the hospital. No, but it like melts her ears. It's yeah. gross. Yeah. But yeah, we find out she could have died. Yeah. And so Tim blames Eddie, Skippy. Yeah. And so Skippy's like, you know what? Enough is enough. Yeah, I can't. I can't do this. And so he tells the invisible. <laughs> he tells the speakers or whatever. <laughs> and and uh, but uh, Sammy Kerr does something like shakes the house or whatever, causes a soda to fall into the speakers, which electrify everything. And he pops out. Shut <laughs> Yeah, it's like shocker, fucking Shocker. Shocker. Yeah, this movie had a lot in common with Shocker. Yeah. Um, it was like Shocker meets Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. But Shocker, but shocker, was, but shocker is also Shocker meets Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. It's uh, like Shocker meets Nightmare on Elm Street uh, with metal yeah. bands instead of a mass murderer, mass murderer, serial killer. Mitch Pileggi. <laughs> cable repairman. Or TV <laughs> repairman. Cable guy. I'm here to fix the cobble. <laughs> So yeah, now he's now he exists in the real world, but he can go through the electrical lines and people's stereos. Apparently, it's only through like stereos. Yeah, it's not through like telephone lines. No, and yeah, TVs. yeah, just through music, radio. But he stereo. can't control what's on the TV because he's like, Wah! and he like, oh, kills Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne. Osbourne. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne has a cameo as a reverend on TV who's like, this music sucks. It turns people into devils. Or... But it's like a very young Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, well, very... young compared to now. Yeah. He's Did you watch that new young. show that Jack Osborne has? Mm-mm. So Jack Osborne has this show where he basically uh, gives like spooky videos and like unexplained videos and he shows them to his parents, Sharon and Ozzy. <laughs> and they comment on it. And oh, Ozzy's like, I've seen uh, a lot of shit. I've seen a lot of fucked up shit in my day. He's like, Dad, do you believe in ghosts? And he's like, oh, fuck it. Oh, I've been fucking, fucking shit. I've been fucking anything. <laughs> I'm the prince of fucking darkness. <laughs> yeah. But it's great. Like, because I could listen to Dude, Ozzy I talk listen all to day. Oh, absolutely. The best part about the Osbournes when it was on. Which is Ozzy scoot, shuffling about, say, uttering nonsense. Yeah, and he would always be. My wife reminded me of the time that he was, like, fascinated with Chipotle. And he would always <laughs> go to Chipotle. He's like, you guys won't go to Chipotle. <laughs> and he was. Or he'd, like, make himself something and then he'd spill. And then he'd go over and grab a towel and clean it up. It was just the boring shit was the best part. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I could listen to Ozzy talk all day, but it's a pretty cool show. It's like this reality type. You, it's like, um, what Tosh point oh, but with like spooky stuff. <laughs> that sounds and fun. Doing commentary on, I think it's on travel channel. Yeah. Well, to check it out. Yeah. Sounds fun. Look it up. <laughs> anyway. So there's Ozzy and, and then, oh yeah, he reaches to the TV and he like kills him. But Ozzy, Ozzy's like doing what people did to him. Yes. Like he's playing a caricature. Vilifying of, music. Yeah. Of like Jerry Falwell or yeah. who 
<laughs> Not well. Jerry Falwell was a dick too, but Jerry Falwell Jr. Mm-hmm. He likes to watch. <laughs> I like. To I like watch. to watch. <laughs> oh, pool boy! <laughs> Would you do me the pleasure of banging my wife? Uh, you don't even have a pool, sir. <laughs> you don't even have a pool, sir. I'm a DoorDash guy. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> DoorDash pool boy neighbor kid. Whatever. Yeah, who cares? Come fuck my wife. <laughs> Are you gonna bang her or what? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did I tell you that I'm the head of this uh, university, which doesn't allow boys to even look at girls? <laughs> yeah. It'll find them like $50 just for being in the same presence. <laughs> that university's fucked up. That's crazy. What is that university called? Liberty? I don't, I don't know. Liberty? 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 Liberty. If we talked about that before, about how that jingle makes me so mad. Because it's that someone, effective? Someone got paid to write that also. Yeah. You know what? Like, what? I can't get people to listen to my own music. But <laughs> I turn on, get the, somebody got paid lots of money to write that Liberty jingle. You know who used to get paid? You know who used to write a lot of jingles? Hmm. <clears throat> Barry Manilow. I could see that. Barry Manilow wrote, uh, like, You Deserve a Break Today for McDonald's. Hmm. Um, like, Get a Bucket of Chicken, Finger Licking Good, Have a Barrel of Fun. Really? For uh, he wrote the Dr. Pepper. Oh, he wrote, I'm Stuck on a Band Aid and Band Aid Stuck on Me. Uh, wow. Yeah. He wrote all that shit. It's making Fucking, all the money. Are you a fanalo now? You better be. <laughs> <A> fanalo. <laughs> uh, uh. Fucking Barry Manilow. He's the greatest. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't hide it. I dig Barry Manilow. He's all right. I. I just think. I mean, I, I'm like not like a huge fan of his music. I'm not like I got every album. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I he's wouldn't the... see him in concert, but I respect the man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel the same. You're not going to find him uh, but, in my phone at all, or but he in, had my, a, in my library. <laughs> he had a live album that came out uh, back in the '70s, probably, um, where he does a medley of all the songs that he did for advertisements. Hmm. And I just thought that was so cool when I heard that because I was like, he just embraces it. We got to get him on the horn and see if we can get him to remix uh, some Abba <laughs> and some <laughs> Savage Garden. <laughs> Yeah. Rock set, throw all that in there. Get <laughs> on it, get on it, Barry. Yep. Do a medley. <laughs> Come on, Manilow. Man up. <laughs> Man up, Manilow. <laughs> um Eddie destroys his stereo, I think, around this time. Yeah, he but flips but out and just, Sammy's fucking gone. Yeah, he gets out. Yep. He's out out. And Eddie's mom grounds him. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like, like You're not going out on yeah. Halloween. No. Oh, he tells his his friend, he's like, Hey, go get that tape that's in Tim's car. Yeah. And destroy it because yeah, yeah. that's how it's gonna hurt him. He's going to kill him. Yeah. And so the friend does. That's kind of a funny scene. When he's trying to break into the car. Yeah. And it's unlocked. <laughs> and it's unlocked. And he's got the coat hanger. And he's like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get caught. I'm going to get caught. And he just looks. And yeah, it's open. <laughs> and then I like when he walks away, the hanger's still hanging out the door. And then you see him run back real quick, pull the hanger <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. And he, he gets on his moped. <laughs> and he's wearing black to like be a ninja. But in the it's middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. That was the, that was pretty funny. That was funny. funny. Um, so he goes home and he's about ready to destroy it. And then he's like, curiosity gets the better of him plays it all of a sudden sammy kerr appears he's like listen i'm the prince of darkness <laughs> yeah and he's watching tv and uh large marge yeah. uh, from Wee's big adventures on the tv and he pulls he straight pulls her out of the tv burns her burns her yeah and like throws her charred corpse on the floor yeah and he's like he's like listen i will kill you if you don't play this at the dance yeah and he's like all right i'll play it at the dance <laughs> no, no pressure <laughs> so that's now he has to go play it at the dance so skippy thinks everything's cool and he's like at home his mom's out for the night like on a date or something and he's in charge of handing out candy 
This is where the candy. The, yeah. Whoa. Because <laughs> he gives all the candy to her. Yeah, he freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> or him or whoever the trick-or-treater was. So Skippy's at home and he's like, hey, everything's cool. And Leslie kind of wants to see Skippy at the dance because she's got she's developed a little bit of a crush on mm-hmm. him for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know why. He's still either. a fucking like, goober. And he's a dick to her. <laughs> but uh, Roger is about ready to play this music. And uh, Leslie calls Skippy. And she's like, hey, you going to come into the dance? And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm grounded. I'm grounded. Oh, no, he doesn't. I don't even think he says that. I'm, I'm sick. Yeah. He fakes that he's not feeling yeah. well. And then he hears in the background the music start playing. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Roger's playing a tape. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> so he runs down to the dance. <laughs> well, his car tries to kill him. Like he gets in the car oh, and tries yeah. to and the car starts driving itself. Yeah. Which I don't really understand. I didn't get that either. Fully because it's like, I thought. This was the first time Sammy's demonstrated this particular ability. And, like, he's in two places at once. Like, because he's also at the concert, like, coming out of the speakers at this point in the car. <laughs> I don't know. But. Yeah, there's some continuity yeah, questions here. Whatever. Anyway, so he comes out of the speakers at the concert and everybody's like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Rock on. <laughs> and I think they think it's like a tribute band or something. Yeah. And uh, then he starts playing the guitar and disintegrating people with yeah, his lightning, guitar. Lightning bolts like start coming out of the guitar and like he starts shooting people and they just disintegrate. First couple of people, everybody's he like, was into it. Like, yeah. And then they're like, oh Kill shit, all. he's killing people. Yeah. And then I thought it was funny. Like as he starts killing people and everyone starts panicking and running, the band continues to play. Yeah. The band plays on, man. The band ever, also knows. Well, I guess you're seeing fucking Titanic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're the last to go. Yeah. Just keep it's playing. It's been an honor, gentlemen. <laughs> that movie was just on titanic it was just on tv boy my my daughter watched it uh with my wife and i and and uh i really like that movie yeah it's It's a a good movie and um billy zane of course my arch nemesis Mm -hmm. i was like you fucker and my wife's like drooling and uh but my daughter lost it not when Jack dies or anything like that the old couple when the old woman when rose old rose dies oh yeah I was in the other room um, doing something, and all of a sudden I hear, (gasps) (laughs) my wife's like consoling her. She could not handle that end. Mm -hmm. She's like, she didn't really die. I was like, but she died in real life. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Billy Zane's still alive, though. (laughs) But for how long? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the band keeps playing. It's like in, um, do you remember from Dust Till Dawn? When yeah. The vampires when they take turn over into vampires. And they're playing, and they're the playing the dead bodies. <laughs> yeah. Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, uh, um, it must have been an old Sammy song, but I thought that was weird too because, like, how does the band know the song? Maybe he's controlling them. And the backing them. vocals. Yeah, Maybe I don't know. he's controlling them. But I was like, all right, I'm going to suspend my disbelief and just. Well, the fact that he came out of a speaker and uh, disintegrated yeah. people with laser guitar. <laughs> But well, you're concentrating on how they know the background, though. Yeah. How they already it's know. not like a hard song how, to play. How do they know the melody, the backing Maybe. vocals, when to come in, when to drop out? Like, I don't know. Dude. These guys are professionals. They're professionals. They're very good. It's like they just hear session musicians. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, uh, try to keep up. What does uh, Marty oh, say? Oh, yeah. It's a blues riff and B. Yeah. Watch me for the changes. Just try to keep, keep up. Keep up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is your cousin. Marvin Barry. <laughs> There's a guy in the background at this concert, Sammy Kerr's concert. It's like Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. This is <laughs> Listen your, to this. This is your cousin, Marvin Manson. 
<laughs> Listen to this. Fucking Skippy. Hey, Skippy was in Family Ties with Michael J. Fox. Oh, look at that. We got the a connection, connection here. Come some, on. Some Kevin Bacon shit. Yeah. <laughs> The bully guy ends up dying. They oh, yeah. He shows up. He's, uh, he's either hits, like he smacks her or he punches Leslie. And yeah. then Tim, uh, Eddie shows up and actually tries to save him. Yeah. Because like he can, he knows he's going to die. He's like, dude, get away from like that area. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's, he's like, like, fuck you. Yeah, nope. <laughs> and then pff, he yeah, dies. He gets electrocuted real nice. So uh, Skippy and Leslie go running away. Oh, Roger dies. Oh, Roger doesn't <laughs> die, though. <laughs> that part's he? awesome. Roger, like, he tries to kill the power. So they go to like the fuse panel or the breaker box or something he smashes it with an axe he gets electrocuted we think he's dead and uh, i think eddie's like oh my god he's dead and he opens his eyes like actually i am not <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um but sammy's still around yeah and he's possessing a car and he like drives away and there's like a cop car and some other bullshit they 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 Eddie falls into a toilet, or Sa- excuse me, Sammy falls into a toilet and starts <laughs> for a very long time. And she flushes the toilet, and that toilet it must be powerful. Like, and but flushes for a very long time. Yeah, but it was that's, so, a, that's wasteful. The flush was so powerful that his hand like got sucked down. Yeah, the, like I need that toilet. Yeah, sucked down my turds. <laughs> One gulp. Get that floater. <laughs> um, it's like an airplane toilet. Like yeah. whoosh. <laughs> But they realize that he can get electrocuted by water then also. Like, yeah. like he's like the fucking Wicked Witch of the West. He's like, oh. <laughs> um, they run to the... They um, remember, like, Eddie remembers what Gene Simmons said about how he was going to play the tape at midnight on yep. Halloween. So he's like, oh, shit, we got so to get to the, the, radio, the station. radio station. Goes to the radio station and uh, Sammy's got, possessed the radio station. And it's too late. <laughs> and it's too late. <laughs> yeah. But... For some reason, Skippy looks at, there's like a transistor radio there, and he's like, I got an idea. I got an idea. <laughs> Throws the transistor radio in the back of the squad car, and he tells Leslie, he's like, you stay here, count to 100. Yeah. <laughs> and if I'm not back, go smash up the tape. It's like, why not just smash up the fucking tape right now? <laughs> well, because he needed Sammy to, because Sammy oh, was like baby guarding to lure the, him away. the tape, so he needed him to shocker his way yeah, out, to, of, out of the transistor out of the, radio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it now. So he's driving away in the squad car, and he's talking shit to this transistor radio in the back seat. And finally, Sammy comes out, but he's locked behind the cage, right? Yep. Of the cop car, and he's like, rah, 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 rah. "I'm gonna kill you!" <laughs> and uh, Leslie runs in. She destroys the tape as Skippy drives off the, off the bridge, bridge that the, the car water. tried to kill him in earlier in the movie. Yep. He drives off the bridge into the water. Bzz. And then he comes up and he's all, yeah, shaka. <laughs> and everybody's happy. Then he goes back and he finds Leslie at the radio station and he gives her a big wet liquor kiss. <laughs> and then he gets on the, he's now a fucking oh, DJ. Yeah, he's DJ. He's all, all right, kids, wake up, sleepy heads. It's yeah. time to rock out. Because Gene then, Simmons is dead. <laughs> Gene Simmons is dead. I got his job. I took his job. That's how it works. Let's say Bustin's like, you don't work here, kid. Get the hell out of here. And clean up this mess. Yeah. You just destroyed my... Uh... Yeah, how are they going to play anything? She destroyed it with an axe. Yeah. Makes it difficult. That's the end of that movie. Um, you know, I will say this about this movie. This movie surprised me. Surprised me, too. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, I actually really enjoyed, I will say, four-fifths of the movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed The end was kind of like... But the story, I thought, was really creative, kind of. The execution, I thought, was good. I thought Skippy did a good job. 
uh, Mark Price. I thought, uh, like I said earlier, I liked Gene Simmons' character. I thought he was just cool. Mm-hmm. Like, if that, if I would have grown up with that Gene Sim- Simmons, like being an actor like that, I probably would have liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't being Gene Simmons the character. Yeah, yeah. He was being mellow, like cool. He was cool, not arrogant. Yeah. Um, I like the Sammy Kerr character. I thought that was a good villain. Like, he's like this fucking (laughs) fucking Prince of Darkness. Like, I don't know. Um, To your point, it's it's Shocker, but this was prior to Shocker. That's true. But it was also post Nightmare on Elm Street, and there was definitely a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Like, even some of the makeup, which I think was the same guy who did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, I think was the same guy that did the makeup in this movie. Yeah, but this movie, uh, yeah, okay, I could see a little bit of inspiration uh, from maybe Nightmare on Elm Street, but it was a different take. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know, like, I dug it. Like, it was a lot more enjoyable. I give it a three. Nice. All right, I didn't go that high. Yeah. Um, I gave it a two and a half, yeah. but I was surprised. Um. Yeah, pretty much everything you said. Like, I actually didn't write a whole lot as far as like what I liked and didn't like. Um, I just thought I dug the concept. I liked the idea of uh, music and the backwards record. Yeah, it made me think. Uh, Lords of Salem kind of ripped this movie off a little bit because it involves kind of playing a record and conjuring yeah. stuff. Um, uh, except for Lords of Salem sucks. This ass. is a much better. <laughs> this is a much better movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought all the performances. I liked the characters. I thought everybody was fun. Uh, you know, the soundtrack was goofy, but still enjoyable. I thought yeah. Gene Simmons was fun. Ozzy Osbourne's uh, cameo. And then he actually also has a little bit right after the end credits. He pops up one more time. Oh, does he? And says something like, this type of music will turn you into a pervert or something, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, I just, I enjoyed this movie uh, way more than I expected. So it's a two and a half. So that's a two, seven, five overall. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, of the two trick or treats movies that we watched this week. This is by far the this superior. Is, this is this is fucking Ben Hur <laughs> compared to the other one. Yeah, this is an epic. <laughs> um, but uh, definitely watch these movies. I mean, it's you, you got a little bit of time before Halloween. Uh, Trick or Treat from 1986 uh, is on on YouTube. I watched it. That's where on I YouTube. It's free. Yeah, I watched it there as well. Um, Trick or Treats. Apparently, you can watch on YouTube or Tubi. If you really want to like torture yourself, watch that one. <laughs> Yeah. And join in the fun. Um, but, uh, you know, contact us uh, if you want to tell us uh, about if you agree with us or disagree with us on these movies. And how can they contact us, David? Uh, if you're on Instagram, you can find us where we are, The Swearwolves Podcast. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and the Slash Rap, we are The Swearwolves. We have theswearwolves.com, where you can message us through our website. We have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. Uh, or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. All right. So for the Swearwolves, I'm Brett. I'm David. Don't turn around. Chicka Jerry Cola. Seriously, dude. Don't turn around.
if you had more time, you should put that at the end of this episode, like medley all those fucking songs together. If you had more time, I bet you if you had more time, you would. If I had more time, yeah. That would take a while. That would be a bit of a job. She's got the look. She's got the look. She's got the look. What in the world? 